Hello, friend, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're listening over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station and a three-time stellar award-winning station as well. If you're watching, it's over WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey. You can send me an email, Trenton, the numbers, 365show at gmail.com. If you'd like to sit down and have a conversation over some coffee or a meal and talk about some of the things that are happening in your life or how you can work through civic engagement to build a better community, Community, I would love to do that. In the studio with me is Algernon Ward, and um, we're going to get into some cool stuff because um, Algernon's been doing things for decades here in the city of Trenton, but tonight we're going to try to narrow this down and speak specifically to the reenactments that he's a part of. And we've got a big event that's coming up in February during Black History Month. We'll get into that as well. But I encourage you to just tune in for a couple of minutes. We'll share some contact information so you or your small group or your church or your organization can get in touch with Algernon and some of the others who are doing reenactments in the region and talk about the African-American or black experience through all the wars from um, the Spanish Wars all the way up into modern-day wars, etc. So without any further ado, Algernon, welcome to the show. Good. Thank you for having me. Oh, fantastic. And uh, I'm going to call you Algy. Now, just That's before fine. we came in, what was that saying that, that you mentioned? Algy the Great from the Garden State. <laughs> there you go. Algy <laughs> the Great from the Garden State. So, so Algernon, um, let's, let's talk first of all about you. I know you graduated from Trenton State College. I did. Previously known as Trenton State College, right. but now the College of New Jersey. Let's give a little background, and then let's jump right into the reenactments. Well, you know, I'm a Trenton High graduate, and uh, uh, after that, I actually worked for a couple of years, but figured that's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, so I went and got into college, and uh, I majored in biology, got my degree in biology. But at that time, I encountered a diverse set of people. You know how college exposes you to different things. Um, I worked with Don Evans, the playwright, mm. and got some experience acting and play and play acting, playwriting, excuse me, and uh, just got exposed to a um, a wider vision of what the world would be about. And I graduated from there and uh, uh, went to work in the field of uh, uh, laboratory technology. Um, later became a chemist for the New Jersey Department of Health, a first black chemist, in fact, for the New Jersey Department of Health. Uh, and uh, before long, I became the, well, not before long, <laughs> after a while, I should say, I became the first black research scientist for the New Jersey Department of Health and, and worked in that position all the way up to January 1st of uh, 2016, and I recently retired uh, last year. And now I'm devoting more time to reenacting with my good friend Fred Binus and Leon Brooks and Chuck Monroe and... Uh, Alfonso McRae and Jossie Mann. We have a regiment we call the 6th uh, Regiment United States Colored Troops. That's the hat that I'm wearing. It's a Civil War soldier's hat. We reenact that unit because the soldiers from that unit uh, were from Trenton and the area in New Jersey. Now they didn't, New Jersey didn't raise any black regiments. They had to go to Philadelphia to be trained, but um, many soldiers from the 6th Regiment were uh, from this area. And it was important to me that we um, share that history with the young people here in the city of Trenton to educate them, to let them know that their ancestors participated in one of the more um, significant struggles that went on in the United States. And the Civil War was where we took off. Um, but of course, the Civil War isn't all of history. 
uh, you're from Trenton, you got to deal with the American Revolution. That's what people know Trenton from all over the world. This is where Washington crossed the Delaware. And so we started looking into that, and sure enough, there were blacks in the Continental Army. Mm -hmm. So I found myself um, going from the Civil War. <laughs> and for those of you who are watching on TV, you will be able to see the change in the hats. <laughs> to the American Revolution. And uh, there were black soldiers uh, uh, in, in Washington's army, although initially he didn't want any. Uh, but the British actually asked um, uh, blacks to join them because they would immediately free. Well, Washington had to change his mind and began to admit blacks into the uh, American army. Because, <clears throat> excuse me. By the way, they had already been fighting before George Washington. They had fought at Bunker Hill. Mm -hmm. They had fought, uh, Peter Salem had fought at Concord. Uh, the first shots heard around the world. The point I'm trying to make is that African Americans have been a part of American history from its inception and even before its inception. Uh, the first blacks shipment of blacks arose in the United, I mean, arrived in the United States in 1619. That was, that was slaves, but even before the slaves arrived, there were free blacks living in the Virginia colonies, and they were actually landowners. They were free to own property, run businesses, but Virginia began to do its export in tobacco, not cotton, tobacco, and they found that the Native Americans didn't make very good slaves because they just walk away. Indentured servants could, after a while, get their freedom, but African slaves could be slaves for life, and they began to write laws to that effect and actually took away freedom of, from African Americans and the history of the United States, and we ought to understand this history because if you don't know where you've been, you don't know where you're going. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand what ground has been broken by the men who fought and died for your freedom so that you can be who you are today. The education I got from Trenton State College, I can trace that all the way back to the Civil War where we became citizens and allowed to get an education. So the, although I speak rather glibly of getting an education, somebody fought and died on a battlefield and sacrificed um, their lives in many cases for that to be able to happen. And to fully appreciate that fact, you gotta be a reenactor. It's good to read about it, talk about it, but wait till you put on that pack, carry that gun, go to the battlefield and start walking on the ground that they walked on, that's a whole different experience. So I have to say that I reenact not just because I want the experience of it, but it made me grow as a person. I had none of this experience when I was in school. History was a very dry subject uh, because you gotta remember names and dates and all that stuff and you don't really relate to it. But when you actually walk a mile in that man's shoes, now you understand. I, I crossed the Delaware River with George Washington as a black marbleheader on the 225th anniversary. And we rode across the river with George Washington. I was in a boat with people from uh, Marblehead, Massachusetts, ancestors of the very people who had done that. Mm -hmm. I'm in a boat with them. Mm -hmm. We rode across the river. There was a fog over the river and so you couldn't see the shores. Let me tell you something, it was like you were rowing back in time. These guys started singing the sea songs. I looked in the front of the boat, there's George Washington. A beaver came by with a branch in his mouth. Those are experiences 
you cannot duplicate out of a book. Mm -hmm. When we got ashore, we actually marched from, Was from Washington's Crossing to Trenton. That's a nine-mile walk. Well, that doesn't sound like much. Try doing that with a pack and a rifle in the snow, and now you understand how important that battle was. Now you understand what, what feat of bravery and determination that was. Now you really understand the sacrifices those men made and what they actually did. So reenacting actually has a way of doing that. And what's really special, you look into the crowd and you see that little black kid looking at you. And I make a point to walk over and make some contact. How you doing? What you come out here for? And I let them know, yes, yeah, somebody like you was involved with this particular uh, event. And they get a smile on their face and now we're talking. Now they're learning. Now they're interested. I just set that little mind on fire. So he goes back to school and he starts telling of his experience and he's learned something. So reenacting, a lot of people call it a hobby. For me, it's a mission. My mission is to let people know we were there. You are owners of this American experience as much as anybody else, even more so in many cases, because you remember we worked for over 240 years for free in this country. It was built upon our free labor. So this country, um, uh, we don't owe anything to anyone. We take a backseat to no one uh, about our experience here in America. So reenacting, yeah, fun. It's not just a hobby of some guys running around playing soldier. What it is, is living history. Mm -hmm. And I'm having a ball doing it. Mm -hmm. It's taken me places I never would have thought it would have taken me. I've been shot in movies, and I've uh, been taken uh, to Chicago, uh, uh, St. Louis, and different places, Florida. Uh, I've been played Robert Smalls on the Made for Televisions miniseries. Mm -hmm. I, I, those are things that I would never have anticipated when I started doing this reenacting. And now it, I'm having a good time. I mean, it's fun. Believe it or not, history can be fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm just having a good time. I guess I've gone on for a minute. But no, it's actually good. And you've touched on, on several different things that I wanted to get into. And I, I think the first thing is um, how you got involved in this. And, and I, I want you to elaborate on that because you mentioned the importance of this um, not being a, a hobby. And that, that you are teaching someone, you're living out history, and that you make it a point to go to young black boys and, and, and other black children and tell them, you, you were a part of this, your culture is a part of this, and that's a very important thing. So what got you involved in doing it? Well, I have to blame it on Fred Minus. <laughs> yes, right, Fred. Fred, uh, you know, he would recruit me. I would see him walking around in Civil War uniform, and I always went over and talked to him, and he, he would point out things about the civil African Americans in the Civil War. And uh, he, uh, I always promised that I'd come out, and he had run a small um, room in the um, museum in Hamilton, the Coozer Mansion out in Hamilton. We had an African American Civil War museum in, in Hamilton. And uh, most of the things in there were artifacts and, and antiques that Fred had collected. So I'd always threaten to go out and see it. So one Sunday after church, I went out there. And uh, it was, I was fascinated by the things that he had in there. I mean, slave chains and all the things that were relevant to African-American history in the Civil War. And then he did that thing. He handed me a bugle. 
You see, I'm a trumpeter. Well, I was a trumpeter. He handed me a bugle. And you hand a trumpet player a bugle and you started something. Those old juices started flowing and I started blowing charge and reveille and all those things. And he said, yeah, man, you, you, you could be good at this. Come on out to uh, the Chamonix Park. We're having a reenactment. And uh, sure enough, the next Saturday I went out there and again, it was one of those experiences like walking back in time. You walk into the camp, everything you see is of that period. Horses, the kids playing, women cooking, wagons, tents, soldiers marching around, cannons. You walk back in time. And I was so enthralled by it that uh, I uh, beat up my credit card and went and bought a uniform. <laughs> and they had me in battle blowing my bugle by the end of the day. And that was, I was hooked from that point on. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into some more details talking about that. But so I can uh, give Fred a hard time. Give him a hard time. And say that you got algae involved in this. He is his fault. <laughs> and we're going to talk a bit more about this. But I do want to say that one of my first uh, times sitting and chatting with you were you were in uniform. And you explained to me uh, your shoes. Um, we had talked briefly, and uh, you said, yeah, look at the shoes, and you crossed your feet over, and you said, yeah, do you notice anything? And I was like, yeah, they look the same. And you said, because back then, if you lost the shoe, you weren't going to wear the other foot. So the shoes were made to fit both feet. Yeah, it would fit either one of the feet. The original uh, brogans were that way. There was no left or right foot. And when a soldier is rolling out of a tent, when the enemy's attacking, he ain't got time to worry about which is the left or the right shoe. He just put on his shoes. Now, they would wear over time to, to fit your feet, but they were all made the same way. The original programs were not made with a left or a right, no, or no arch in them either. Mm -hmm. That was something you had to do for yourself. But those are the things you would never know unless you started reenacting and went and put some shoes. It's like, well, where's the left? I, I didn't know that until that happened. But that's how fascinating... Um, mission that is to find out those those kind of things I learned a lot of stuff that you would never know unless you put on that uniform uh, and started wearing it well I'm speaking with Algernon Ward um, algae from the Garden State and also formerly known as algae from Trenton State a retired <laughs> chemist uh, research analyst um, for the state of New Jersey Department of Health. We're going to be talking about reenactments because um, this time of the year is Patriots Week between Christmas and New Year's here in Trenton, New Jersey, where we celebrate, acknowledge, and uh, share a lot of information about the Revolutionary War. And we're talking about specifically blacks and African Americans who were involved in the Revolutionary War period. And then we're going to be talking about an event that's coming up in February that Algernon is part of, and that is the 6th Regiment of the U.S. Color troops you're listening and watching the trenton 365 show i'm your host Jacques howard and we'll be back after a short break and welcome back to the trenton 365 show i'm your host Jacques howard you can send me an email trenton 365 show at gmail.com you can also post your events to the trenton 365 community calendar page on facebook you can also follow me on twitter as well trenton the numbers 365 in the studio with me is algernon ward and we've been talking a lot about his background but but mainly we're trying to focus in a short amount of time. This is the introduction interview of Algernon to the Trenton 365 audience. But we've been talking, 
Algernon's a, a biologist. Uh, he's a chemist. He's retired, so now he's got more time to be devoting to wonderful things like reenacting. Uh, he made it clear that reenacting is not a hobby. This is a living history, and he's making changes in people's lives, etc. The website where you can find out more information about it is the number six, th. So sixth, usct.org. So that's the number six. T-H-U-S-C-T dot org. There you can get all the information about the forthcoming event that's happening uh, in February, which is when we celebrate Black History Month. It's the last weekend in February, and it's going to happen at the Old Barracks in Trenton, New Jersey. Richard Patterson and Fred Minus were on the program last week, and uh, you can also find out more information by going to the website oldbarracks.org. And uh, so we've been talking about um, blacks and African Americans in the experience in um, the Civil War, the Revolutionary War, and then we're going to hold, I don't want to go into all the more modern things because I think it's easy to kind of identify with that, but you made it clear in your opening remarks that a lot of this information you didn't know. Oh, absolutely. So can you just elaborate? Well, that's it. I mean, the problem is um, people want to have American history in one paragraph. <laughs> and if you're talking about black history, yeah. Just give it to me in a sentence. Of course you can. You're talking about the expanse of over 300 years and the experience of, of millions of people. So you can't ever encapsulate this kind of thing. You can't abbreviate it. And in order to understand what's really going on, you've got to take a close look. And the closer, to walk a mile in a man's shoes, now you understand what that person went through and what uh, uh, we as a community went through and what we as African Americans in this nation went through. So I am learning daily uh, uh, more and more information about the sacrifices that, and the contributions, I should say, um, that our people have made over years because war tends to focus things because it's a life and death struggle. And out of that, a lot of times, it comes a lot of achievement. And it also crystallizes the issues for you. So, uh, focusing on the military history has a way of kind of um, uh, putting things in the context of the time. And these men were the ones who were putting their lives on the line in order to move various things forward. For instance, after the Civil War, this is when African Americans won their citizenship and slavery was ended. So you had to understand why that happened, so you had to understand the Civil War mm -hmm. and what the 209,000 black men that fought in the Civil War. So you have to understand that. You have to understand in the Revolution how that set the predicate for the Civil War, how the blacks who had fought in the American Revolution, some were given their freedom for serving, others were put back into slavery, but it set in motion the issues that later ended up in 80 years later in the Civil War. In fact, President Lincoln, when he spoke at the Gettysburg Address, he said four score and seven years ago. What he was talking about was the American Revolution. A score is 20 years. He was talking about what happened during the American Revolution, how everyone was talking about freedom, but it hadn't fully been realized. And when he says this war will result in a new birth of freedom, he was talking about the freedom of African Americans. But see, you could hear the Gettysburg Address, but if you don't understand the context and what he was referring to, that would go right over your head, that that's who, who he was talking about, a new birth of freedom. For who? African Americans in the Gettysburg Address. So 
understanding the context, understanding the history is important to us because once you understand you're descendant of a warrior, you sit up straighter. Once you understand that my grandfather fought at the battle of such and such, you say that with a little bit of alacrity. When you understand that your mother or, or grandmother contributed uh, to the war effort during World War One, World War One, it's the hundredth anniversary of World War One. Black Doughboys. We also do reenact them. That's a hundred years ago this year. The first two Americans decorated in the European theater. One was from Trenton, New Jersey. His name was Needham Roberts. He fought with another man named Henry Johnson. These are the first two Americans decorated with the Croix de Guerre in France, the highest military honor French people give to, um, to soldiers. So, I mean, soldiers from other countries. And Needham Roberts from Wilson Street was one of the first two people to get that. That's the history of Trenton. That's the stuff we need to tell. That is the kind of stuff that makes you have a pride in place. See, I'm very proud of Trenton because I've learned so much more about it have, having done reenactments and studying the history that I now walk up and down the streets and say, wow. You know, I've lived here all my life and I didn't understand that these were the very scenes of epic battles, five points. That's where Alexander Hamilton placed his cannons to fire at the British that were in the old barracks, mm -hmm. that they had come down the Pennington Road and the Princeton Pike. I live on Princeton Avenue. Yeah. I had no idea. You know, that Clinton Avenue is named after General Clinton. Phil Sheridan is named of Sheridan Avenue. Clagg is, Braxton, is General Clagg. Yeah. See, these are things that we encounter on, Olden is a, was the governor of New Jersey during the Civil War. We take this for granted and we don't understand that you're in a place and you're at a time when you are, uh, the Trenton has a significance in that and that you're a part of Trenton's history and you have a place. So stand up, pull up your pants, read that book or look at that film and understand your place and time because you're the one to carry the ball forward into this century. Mm -hmm. You're the one who are supposed to take up the mantle and move it forward. Because all of these men from the various times, they always said that I'm doing this for future to come, for our, for our children to come, for my grandchildren and the next generation. They understood even in the revolution it wasn't going to be necessarily for them, but they knew if I fought now, there would be no excuse for not achieving my full citizenship. If I fought in the First World War, they can't tell me that, you know, I'm not 100% American. If I didn't fight in the uh, Tuskegee Airmen, I couldn't prove that we can fly planes and do anything else. So, excuse me, we're building upon the legacy of our ancestors. And it's up for us to carry that thing with some pride and understand what your role is in history. So I'm telling you, straighten up, fly right. It's do what you need to do because you uh, are the proud inheritor of a, a legacy of warriors, of builders, not just slaves. Mm -hmm. you, you are the, the next generation of people, of Americans, who should own this country uh, as part of your own legacy. And you're here from Trenton, 
and Trenton has a place. And it's not just the ghetto. It's, it's falling on hard times, to be sure. But trust me, this is not the end of time. And things will get better if you take some pride in who you are and what you do and the place you're from. So if I can get that message out by reenacting, if I can open your eyes up and get you to listen a little bit, there's a message there that I think will be good for not only you but the community in general. So I love doing this. I'm having a ball, man. That's fantastic. And, it, and it's obvious. You can see it all over your face. Folks, I'm going to encourage you to go to the website to get some more information. The number six, T-H-U-S-C-T dot org. Sixth U-S-C-T dot org. The event is the last weekend in February, and it's going to take place at the Old Barracks. So quickly, Al, um, what's going to happen at that event? Um, well, the event is called Three Centuries of Black Soldiers, and we cover uh, Mac... Of black military history starting from the revolution all the way up to today. And we have exhibits and uh, uh, we have reenactors there portraying each period in time. You get to talk to reenactors, you get to walk through the um, Old Barracks Museum and uh, learn something about what these, what these soldiers did. And that's the one event that our organization does sponsor every year. And it's real important to us that uh, the black community comes out a lot of other people come out more than we do, mm. and I don't know if that's because um, we're not getting the word, and I'm hoping that's why I'm here today. Yes, sir. We're going to work you. on that. We're going to get that Thank out. Thank you. But we're trying to get the word out because our children need to, to hear these stories so that they get an understanding. And by the way, I mean, you get to see the things firsthand, not just reading in a book or in a magazine. So we encourage uh, all of Trenton to come and see what your history is, and at least your military history. and. The, the military doesn't exist in a vacuum. I mean, the civilians around uh, uh, these periods in history also played an important role, no question about that. Mm -hmm. And uh, you've made it clear, because um, you're very civically engaged, um, you know, in a lot of different things. Um, and, and, and I want people to understand that this isn't just that, that you're doing one thing or another. You are very active. You're not only supporting organizations and nonprofits, you're running a nonprofit organization, but you're doing uh, reenactments, but you're also holding our elected officials accountable as well. Um, can you uh, talk a bit about that portion of your life and then also the importance of teaching our young people here in Trenton to be as civically engaged as you are? Okay, um, that's, yeah, uh, I grew up in the 60s and 70s and we always had this feeling that there's nothing more than service to the community. And that was why I joined Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity while I was at Trenton State College. And that's how I got the name Algie the Great from Trenton State, <laughs> and later Algie the Great from the Garden State, because now after graduate. And uh, it's, it's community service. And uh, remembering that Martin Luther King was a member of my uh, fraternity, Thurgood Marshall, I could go, Ron Dellums, uh, Edward Gray. It's a, it's a history of community service and, and involvement. And uh, I feel that's important. Uh, I, I just want to do the right thing for my community. I've run for office in city council. Uh, several times. Um, I haven't won, but I like to think that the effort has moved the ball down the field. Even though I lost the election, I managed to do some important things in the community uh, just from the act of being engaged and run out. I'm very proud of the fact that we um, uh, had the, um, the uh, Martin Luther King School uh, rebuilt when it was con on contaminated soil. We had them remove that soil and rebuild the school. 
you know, I'm very proud of the work that we did um, uh, to, to keep our water uh, company. I'm very proud of the, we won a Supreme Court case in order for that to happen. And I'm very proud of the work we did about Trent High. Now, we didn't end up with the design that I would have preferred, but we, we put the uh, process under uh, a lot of scrutiny, and they did change it to address a lot of the things that we pointed out. And those and a lot of other, other smaller things I'm very proud of. Um, but that's what a person, uh, a person should do. I mean, if that's what an engaged citizen should do. Uh, we, we had a drug sit-outs. We, we, we actually uh, addressed that issue uh, for a number of years by sitting on the corners ourselves and, and uh, trying to uh, address the drug uh, issues there. So I'm very proud of the work we've done in the city, and I don't know if the word is proud, but I think everybody who cares about what happens in, in their own communities should take a hand in it. Mm, fantastic. Algernon Ward, I can't wait to have you come back um, to talk more about the 6th Regiment of the U United States Colored Troops. And we're going to talk about not only your events, but we're going to keep uh, noodling you and getting some information from you <laughs> to help me be better at what I do. So, Al, thank you, sir. Well, Jack, yeah, you, you, Jack, Jack, you've been um, very engaged and you're a dynamic person. I want to thank you for having me tonight. It's been my pleasure. Thanks, Al. Appreciate it. You've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. I encourage you to go to the website, 6thusct.org. More information will be there. You can also go to the old barracks as well. And come visit Trenton during Patriots Week from now until the beginning of January. You can learn a lot about George Washington and the Revolutionary War. We'll be back after a short break. You've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show.